Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Parenting Hour. You're tuned in to UNICEF M 93.5 here in Birmingham and 105.1 in Luton and all our other listeners that are tuned in up and down the country that take the diff- this show also um, from different channels and different stations and people online and using the app. Welcome indeed to our Parenting Hour show. My name is Kathleen Roach-Nagy. I'm here with you for the next hour to uh, have a very deep but very enlightening conversation this evening. Uh, inshallah, we have with us a sister, a mother, um, a professional, lots of uh, skills and knowledge and uh, uh, titles to her name but primarily she's going to be talking from her experience here this evening and where and how she's reached the stage so her name is sister Orfana Ayub and um, she has a, a very very interesting story that I think will help a lot of listeners to gain a lot of knowledge and um uh, and I think energy from her and maybe in in not just the uh, how she has moved in her life and what she has done, but how she's managed to cope through that and strategies she has used to get to where she is now. Uh, and it may be something not maybe not just for yourself, but also for other people, for other friends, for relatives, for people that you may know that have experienced something similar and you can pass on the message and, and help them also. So with fur- without further ado, I will pass over to Sister Kofana. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome, Sister. Wa alaikum assalam. How are you today, Kofana? Alham- alhamdulillah. I'm Al- fine. How are you? Alhamdulillah. It's a pleasure having you here on Parenting Hour. I know we've been a while trying to arrange this and get you on the show <laughs> because uh, I feel that your journey, your experiences what you have done, the knowledge you have gained and implemented and how you've changed your life and your family and through the circumstances, which you'll explain to our listeners soon, is really important for for our listeners to know. And I'm sure you will inspire lots of people that are tuned into the show this evening, inshallah. Thank you very much, Kathleen. It's an honour for me to be here on the show. Thank you very much for inviting and giving me so much respect. Thank you. No problem. Would you like to kind of share a little bit about yourself and um, and about your journey? Right. Um, a little bit about myself. Um, I'll go back to me, the mother, mm-hmm. four children. Mm-hmm. Um, as a professional, I'm a social worker and a counsellor. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was about 10 years ago when I lost my eldest son. And that was, that was the point which actually um, was a turning point in my life. Mm. And um, that was a new path and journey, and I would say, um, which took me to meet many, many people. And uh, I was exposed to a lot of pain and... Um, hardships and soul searching mm, mm. and that was the part which made me a writer mm-hmm. so now people know me as an author of um, nearly six books three books but they all came in, in the different language I mean Urdu and English so mm. six books are there on, on my name now and 
this whole journey of getting to where I am today has changed me, has taught me so much that I think no other role or profession or title has actually given me what this one big loss has done to me. Yeah. I can, uh, and I can feel that even through your voices and uh, your, how you're explaining this. And um, I think to any mother listening in that has gone through something that you've gone through, losing a child, we don't expect our children to take their final journey before us as parents. Yes. We expect we will be taking our final journey before them. So it, it must have been a, a huge shock to you because I know it was quite sudden as well. Um, hmm. yeah. And what age was was your was your beautiful Adam at that uh, when Adam was uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Hmm. Yeah, he was turning nineteen, and uh, he was in his first year of university. Hmm. Yeah. So very he was young. just started very young indeed, just starting his life, uh, independent yeah. life, really, and and we don't yeah. expect. Our children to to leave us that suddenly um, and uh, what parent is prepared for that? Uh, No. We're not prepared. But, you know, sometimes times we mention this in our parenting courses that our children are on their own journeys. And I know we expect to be there longer and that journey in their lives with them. But we are all individuals on their journeys and they we are just guiding and nurturing them. Uh, yes. on that journey um, yeah. inshallah this will not happen any of our listeners but it, it does happen at times and I know some other people have gone through through uh, very uh, similar situations like yourself uh, where yeah. children have died in car accidents etc and yeah. um, uh, and, and I, that's why I wanted you to come on the show really to kind of uh, explain how the feelings going on for you at the time uh, as for those parents and maybe how they can use or implement some of your knowledge that you've gained. So you have, mashallah, written three books now and yeah. these books are are wonderful books to, to read and you have changed around so much in your life. So maybe, maybe if we can start um, just back a little bit before the books about... Yeah. The situation. I don't want to put you in any pain, but uh, whatever you feel like sharing uh, about feelings that was going on for you at the time and what was happening. Right. Before the books, I think um, it was a very normal life, very happy life, very usual life where you are busy. Where we, we, I think we all go through that phase. Most of the time, we are so busy in the fast-paced society that. Um, your daily routines, your pick and drops, your work, your house, your cooking, eating, everything as normal. Mm. And you forget um, the blessings. Mm-hmm. And you you don't even focus on certain things. And um, I think that was happening with me, that I was so ambitious to study, to work, to, to just normal things, what, what people would do. And... Uh, then suddenly, because it was a sudden death, it's, mm-hmm. it's Muharram started now. And it was the um, 10th of Muharram in the morning he passed away. Oh. It's l- 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 That's literally like coming up years. in a, f- yeah, a few days' time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So full 10 years, this month, years. Islamic yeah. month. <gasps> and uh, 
uh, it just suddenly, I mean, I'll go into detail. If you're living a very normal life and then day-to-day business and everything is normal and routines and business and everything, and then suddenly your eldest child who you were, um, he was one of my very good friends. He was, I felt like I lost two people. I lost the eldest one and I lost my good friend. Mm -hmm. And suddenly if your child disappears, just suddenly because he wasn't admitted in the hospital or, you know, those signs when people, I mean, nobody expects at any point of any relationship. Mm -hmm. But uh, still, you mentally sometimes get prepared when there are certain situations. People are critically ill. People are in uh, in those situations where you think maybe. So it wasn't like that. So it just sudden death where uh, I witnessed that because I never... I never witnessed any death before that. So it was first experience of somebody dying in front of me. Oh. And I was in hospital when we took him. So um, the whole experience was so uh, shocking that um, it's not that I didn't believe that we die. Mm-hmm. We, we believe as a Muslim that, you know, this will happen to us. But I think when suddenly things happen in front of you, in your in front of your eyes, and if it's your child, first child, you don't, maybe nobody's never ready. Mm-hmm. That's the reality which is, which hits you that this is the reality of life. And this is, you know, this, this is the actual, well, the belief is as a Muslim, we say, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. we, we know that we, Allah has got the power to take us away whenever he wants. So going back, when Adam was born, he had heart condition. Hmm. So he did do some surgeries, and then he was growing fast, you know, healthy. And I never realized, forgot about his health condition. Hmm. But when he died, um, he just had stomach in a few days, and uh, he was perfectly fine, no fever, no cough, nothing. So I never imagined that uh, anything can happen. And I took him normal, just normal general checkup for his uh, stomachache. And when we went, uh, they said um, he's got pneumonia and he's got chest infection. And within a few hours, uh, he died in front of me. So it wasn't a long-term sickness or mm-hmm. admission or anything. So you had no time to so, prepare for it. It was literally no, 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 minutes, no, really, you're talking no. about. Yeah. I didn't even lock my doors when I was going. I just went. I thought he walked. He walked with mm-hmm. me to the car because he wasn't mm-hmm. it, like ill mm-hmm. of that state where you know he can't walk to the car and he can't go to the hospital he didn't even say proper goodbye to his um, siblings his mm-hmm. books were open because he was doing he was doing his youth and community degree so he was his one of his assignment was open so i said okay i'll help you we mm-hmm. started his assignment and i was there with him the books were there the mm-hmm. pen was there everything was open so we thought we're just going for a quick check and we'll come back. Mm-hmm. He never came back after that day. Uh, so that's a deep reminder for uh, for all of us as parents. Um, yes. That it, you know, remembering what what were our last words when we left the house? Yes. Did we smile? Did we say goodbye? Yes. Did we really a deep reminder to all very of us? Mm-hmm. Very very deep. And uh, me as a parent, I think I. After losing Adam, I realized how much parents, it's a message for all the parents, I would say, how much parents take children for granted. Mm-hmm. 
or not only children all the situation but mm-hmm. but for this program i would say mm-hmm. value your children respect mm-hmm. and love them for who they are mm-hmm. because our understanding our except uh, we expect a lot from our children yeah. and sometimes they can never fulfill your wishes and we are not happy with them but you don't know when when like adam left me anything can happen to your child mm-hmm. and then there is apart from some memories you have you will have nothing in your hand mm-hmm. so you have to be really careful what you've got in terms of your children and then the best thing you can give them is the upbringing and love and care mm-hmm. which they which can stay with them and uh, of course nobody will think they will lose their children like i never thought i never thought it was a turning point in my life when i realized that adam is no more part of my family yeah yeah it, it must be indeed you know we as, as parents you you pick sometimes on the most silliest of things you uh, mm. or you get annoyed over trivial things very very trivial yeah. things the fridge was left open uh, yes. the door yes. banging you know things that uh, yeah mm. it most of the time is something which is not even worth arguing mm mm-hmm. and we 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 just destroy our relationships with our children on on those matters mm-hmm. it's true and it's only when something like this that uh, that when somebody is not there that you really then regret regret what yes. i didn't say regret the times i didn't have regret yes. the smiles i didn't we didn't share together the laughter yes. um yes. and i I'm, and this is one of the reasons why as before we go into your books why i i was hoping you'd share your story to to maybe if if want a better word to shake or juggle some parents that are listening in i know a lot of parents are doing a really yes. good job but some parents just look at the negative things and actually are are if that child was taken away what would you do and i think this will actually shake them in thinking into um their parenting so. yeah yeah i hope so because mm. um it's very very important mm. very very important because after losing my other man after being on my path of um, being as a writer i met uh, many individuals and i heard a lot of stories and i received so many emails where people had only one child and that child went mm-hmm. and they had no the children to like sometimes when we make a mistake or i'm not saying i don't want people i don't want listeners to think that i'm um uh, coming from a negative point of view for all the parents mm-hmm. i'm talking generally mm-hmm. from my general uh, experience yes you've lot of experience with your social work uh, and yes. counseling background what, also mm. yeah what i'm saying is that it's not about um, you making mistakes with your children and you are you're not a good parent it's not about that it's about always making improvements you as a parent and in your parenting because yes if you've got two three children for example for me when my adam left i had three more children i was so so lucky and i'm so blessed i started valuing them more because i realized that you know it could anything can happen and you know one of these can go i have no control mm-hmm. but those parents who've got only one child and if they go the parents have got nothing left mm-hmm. apart from some memories and when i get to know those parents who shared their experiences and loss and they were talking 
about, uh, you know, the child they had. And I felt, I mean, I could compare that with myself that, Allah, I am so, so blessed that I have more children. So the children you have got, you are the carers, you are the, you've got a responsibility. What happens is we, we usually own them mm-hmm. as our clothes and, uh, and our belongings. And then we think we've got the right to treat them the way, the way, the, the way we want. But that is not the correct way of dealing with the children. Mm-hmm. We have to be really careful what we do with these, with these children because they are there for you to look after them. Yep. And you'll be answerable one day. Mm. We will all be answerable one day. Mm. How did we do? You know, it's like a job for us from Allah. Mm. <coughs> Definitely, it it is, and it's a and it's a bigger responsibility than a lot of parents think about. Actually, I was coming into the studio today and saw a dad. I don't know the dad, but and I was only in my car trying to get out, so he'd already left the car park before I could actually say it. But he drove off with his children in the back of the car, standing up, and they weren't even yeah. sitting down, not alone, not wearing seatbelts. Wearing seat yeah. So there were no seatbelts yeah. on. They were standing up, and I thought, oh, will I run after him? But he was already gone. Um, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's small, small things. Yeah. Mm, small it's things, but you know, people, people they, he might break quickly and they might fall and hurt themselves. And it, that he's going to be questioned about this on the day of judgment. Why, you, you know, it yeah. might it mightn't be much. They might have only a bruise or something, but it is something he'll be questioned about. And it's yeah. it is parents need to understand that and and look that this is a responsibility that they have and and yeah. as you say nur- nourish and care and for the, for your your younger your children as best in the proper way as possible mm-hmm. alhamdulillah so this happened 10 years ago now this this weekend and i know you've been on a journey since then a long yeah. journey that yeah. has changed your life so can you explain to us what happened uh, uh, first and how you got started on that journey? First, um, after losing him, first it was, um, I think, for me to actually go to the graveyard and see a grave. Mm-hmm. It was an experience because it was 27th of December mm-hmm. and the graves were all covered with snow. Mm-hmm. So my experience of entering the graveyard and then looking at my son's grave, all covered, all white grave, and uh, I couldn't make any sense that my child is in here, and I've left home where all the heaters were on and the central heating was on, and because 27th of December, snow outside, Mm. you know how cold it was. Yeah. So for me, the comparison of me in the house where the heating's on and coming out to see my son's grave, which is covered with snow, it was, it, it couldn't make, I couldn't make any sense that how does it work? And then there were so many questions which I wanted to ask my God that Allah, I want to know the answers because I was so busy in this dunya, in this world, achieving and um, running after and daily routines and working and studying that I never realized that what was the purpose of my existence? Why did you create me? So there were so many questions that I think uh, that loneliness, the time where I had 
time to actually think. That was the time where I met my Lord. Mm-hmm. That was the time where I got connected to my Allah. And that was one of the most beautiful times with tears and loneliness and reflection time mm-hmm. where I could I could plan my life ahead and and I was waiting for bereavement counseling and they were taking so long that I felt like I need a way of expression how can I how can I share what I'm feeling who to share what I'm feeling so it was just a random decision I, I didn't plan or anything I just took a diary and I I wrote something that um, however whatever I was feeling so then I started to write in that diary whatever I was feeling and then I realized so you did that, that from your own your own interpretation not, nobody told you, or you nobody no no mm-hmm. no it was just me mm-hmm. it's, it's just from maybe from Allah that is a way of um, you know mm-hmm. Allah put this out into your mind that this yeah Allah just mm-hmm. for me yeah I had no plans nothing I've never I'm not the type of person who will write diaries you know mm-hmm. like people write their personal diaries mm-hmm. or their their reflections I, I'm not that type of person, mm-hmm. so I had no clue how this uh, thought came to my mind. But yes, I started um, on and off, and it wasn't a routine like two days, three days, four days, whenever I felt like I wrote it. But then I thought I've started to rely on that diary, which is not good. Mm-hmm. Because I had three more children, I had, uh, you know, I need to go back to my work, I've got other things. So I was thinking, no. I'll give a I'll, I'll give a deadline to my writing, my diary, personal writing, mm. and I put myself um, a year. I thought, okay, let's see how it goes, and hopefully, I'll become strong enough to not to share, um, not to write, and then I'll stop. Mm. And then, when the year was finishing, I felt like yeah, I said no to counselling. Then I thought, no, this is helping me, and I had a very good, very good uh, family network. Mm-hmm. The support network was there. I think one thing I would say to the listeners as well that when you go through a pain like this, please be there for each other mm-hmm. because that is that matters a lot, and that can change the whole situation for that person who has lost mm-hmm. or anybody who's gone through a very difficult time. Mm-hmm. Your support, your listening ear, your visit your um, a quick call or a text it can change it can make a huge difference to that person and i think i was very very lucky to have a lovely family around me mashallah really mashallah. good friends around me so they all try to 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 play, uh, play their part mm-hmm. so i think i was very lucky and apart from that then this diary that helped me then i i didn't needed any counselor for bereavement counselling I didn't go for that so by end of the year I realised that actually I started to panic I felt very uncomfortable I felt um, a bit of anxiety that Mm. if I stop writing then what will happen who will I speak to and it was very very personal stuff I was writing Mm. to God to Adam to I was like I thought if I stop I don't know how I'll cope Mm. and then again and that was the time when I had, again, I can't ca- take any credit because I don't think, you know, these decisions we can make. I had this feeling from Allah Ta'ala that, okay, whatever you write, just publish it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I remember I shared that with my husband. I said, Ayub, I would like to 
put all this into a book form and just, uh, you know, just publish it mm-hmm. for people. And he was like, are you crazy? I don't even know what you write. And you mm-hmm. are saying going for a publication is a very big step and it's very personal, You whatever you write. And I felt like it has helped me. This whole writing journey, this diary has helped me. I know it's very raw, it's very personal, but the whole intention behind my diary to become a book was to support people. I wanted to support people because I realized that I had the best family around me. I had all the support around me. I had really good friends around me. I had a wonderful husband to support me. I had other three lovely children, but not everybody will have these situations. When they go through any hardship, and it's not only about bereavement. Bereavement is, in my in my uh, view, is is yeah loss of a child, loss of a mother, loss of a dear friend. But it could be loss your loss of your health. It could be loss of your earnings. It could be any loss which can affect you in that state where you can go into depression, anxiety. Could affect your physical or mental health. So, my purpose was okay. I'm doing it for the sake of Allah and to support people. If people can find my writing powerful, useful, if they can get any hope out of this book, then definitely I'm going to do this. And this is what I did. What a lovely journey to your first book and we're just coming into a commercial break and yeah. we will come back after the commercial break to continue um, talking about that book and your subsequent two books after that indeed yes. because we, we want to hear about your latest book etc that's just Thank coming you. out hot on the press now and just going to be launched so but uh, we have uh, this commercial break so I'm so sorry yeah. uh, listeners no, okay. no, thank you Griffin listeners do tune in to us after this commercial break inshallah assalamu alaikum